therootwave.com. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you for returning back to my channel, The Root Wave. In this episode, I have Sophie. Sophie, please say hello and how I can find you and my audience can find you, please. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Sophie, and you can find me on Instagram at catcalledofnyc. Um, I also have a Twitter and Facebook under catcalledofnyc. Right. Um, I ran into your page, I want to say maybe a year ago, on my personal uh, page, and I've been following you ever since. It caught, as soon as I ran into it, I was like, oh, man, I got to add you. And um, I always had so many questions. And this is before I even started doing this. So I'm like, what a great... Uh, when I started doing this, I was like, you'd be one of these people that I'd like to reach out to and successfully got you here. Amazing. <laughs> um, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be able to explain what you do as good as yeah. you would. So if you wouldn't mind just telling uh, the audience what it is um, you're doing, the project that you're behind, and your movement, please. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, so I started the Instagram account um, two years ago, two and a half years ago, um, because I was upset by catcalling in New York City. I grew up here, um, and the comments always made me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I decided to actually collect um, many of my own experiences, the comments that I'd received, the comments that friends have received, and open it up to the public to submit their comments that they've received. Um, and I go to the location where they happened and, with chalk and chalk them on the sidewalks take a picture, post them to Instagram, and, you know, let people talk about it um, and give people a community to feel supported um, and just really start an open dialogue. Right. So how long ago did you start that? Um, so I started it in March 2016. So I guess that's coming up on two and a half years, maybe over two and a half years. And has, when you first started, was the response like immediate or did it take uh, some time? Um, it took some time. So originally I probably had 50 followers, um, mostly my friends. Um, and then around the Me Too movement, um, last December, I got, you know, 20,000 followers um, because it was written about in the press. And I think people were really interested in talking about harassment. Yeah, I think that's when I found you too. <laughs> yeah, that would um, make sense. <laughs> so um, it, it, this is such a big subject because... <laughs> I don't want to have it messed by what's happening currently, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. But um, mm -hmm. I thought it was important because, one, I have a daughter. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm a guy, too. So it's like I, I don't want to toot my horn and say that I'm, I'm different. But I, I am different than other guys. Um, right. I do know what guys are capable of. Right. Um, there is that locker room mentality Right. 94% of the time. Right. <laughs> um, so it's difficult. Um, it became even more difficult when my daughter was born, even though um, I have to say I helped out my parents uh, raise my sister, my younger sister, since since birth. Um, mm -hmm. I was there. I'm still there. Um, I'm even helping raising her um, two daughters, my two nieces. Um, so I'm just surrounded by females. So it, it, it's hard to see these men doing this um it's hard because you don't you, you kind of think like what are you what are you thinking doing that disrespecting somebody a stranger that somebody's mom sister aunt grandma i mean it, it, whatever right um so what has been um what has been the i don't know the overall consensus from your your audience uh, what feedback do you get in regards yeah. to men that you can collectively give us and maybe uh, shine some light and wisdom on? 
You mean what feedback do I get from men or from women about men? Like what? Oh, from women about. Yeah. Men. So what? I, I I think what I'm trying to show show uh, the audience is that yeah. you know we're you're, we're putting ourselves in a bad light as men. Right. Exactly. Right. So if you would just elaborate, maybe a little bit, give us some stories, some highlights of some things that you encountered or, or you can share. Yeah. Well, I think what you said is really accurate. I think a lot of men who have a daughter, have a mother, are really able to see, wow, that's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And then um, some other men think it's a compliment and think that they should have the right to say, you know, it's free speech. That's really a, a main theme that I've come across. People think it's free speech, um, and why should they not be able to say these things? Um, and then on the other side, you know, most of my audience agrees that it's uncomfortable, it's scary, um, you know, it's disrespectful. It, it gets in the way of us just going to work, going to school, whatever we're doing. Um, so I think the main issue that I've seen in discussions between, you know, maybe men who are doing this and then the women who hate it, um, is that men are unwilling to accept that it's not a compliment. And I think that's the main issue. Um, them just not being able to see how uncomfortable it makes us um, and just sticking to the fact that it's a compliment and we should be wanting the compliment. Um, and I think that's the main issue because, you know, to me it makes sense. I understand, you know, in a way where they're coming from, but at the same time you have to listen to the person who's experiencing it to really know what they're feeling. Right, right. Do you get any... Um emails or or messages from men that support you yeah mm -hmm. yeah i do um so men often come to me and say how can i help I, you know i'd love to be involved um i didn't know this was such a big problem i think um that's kind of a, a broad consensus around men who didn't have to deal with this how would they know that it's happening so much if they didn't have to deal with it um so then by you know, me showing them that it's happening, they're able to want to get involved and want to be better bystanders. I think that's where men can help out for sure. It's just when they're on the street, if they see something happening saying, hey, don't do that. Hey, that's not cool. Um, I think that is where men can step in. And a lot of men have talked to me saying they want to step in, which is great. Right. Yes. Um, what is your theory on why men are like that? Um, I think there are a lot of reasons. I mean, my whole um, thinking around it is that it's no one man's fault. I mean, I, I don't blame men, and I, I don't think, um, yeah, exactly. It's not one specific man's fault. It's the culture we're living in, a culture that um, thinks of women based on, you know, do they have nice legs, do they have a nice body. Um, so I think that men are just living in that. I, I think it's just a part of our culture, um, and catcalling is just one symptom of a broader culture that objectifies women and, and thinks of women as objects. Um, I think that's what's going on. Do you see that um, trickling into like the culture of women? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, most of my followers are really against um, that objectification, but I think um, as women, we're told that we should want to have nice bodies, that we should want to be beautiful and attractive. So I think sometimes that can be internalized, and then women um, are looking to be validated in that way. Um, Sometimes. I, I don't think on the street women want to be validated in that way because that doesn't feel like a validation. Again, it makes us uncomfortable. But I think there are women who, who look, you know, in other parts of their lives to be validated for their appearance um, because that's just part of our culture again. Yeah. Well, sometimes I've seen women on the street actually respond to these men. Really? <laughs> and say thank you? I mean, no, I'm talking about like stopping and actually talking and then maybe even a number exchange. Um, oh I've had friends actually do that as well. And I'm like, whoa, how did that happen? That's, I, um, that's surprising, actually. Yeah, exactly. But the seldom times that I've seen this, I'm like disappointed. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed yeah. on both parties. Um, maybe, I, maybe that one exchange then kind of continues the catcalling for everyone in a sense, right? Right. Do you get any hate mail from women or men? Um, no hate mail from women. Um, again, a lot of men think I'm targeting them and, and getting in the way of their free speech, um, and I'm putting limits on their freedom. Um, and again, I just want to talk. I, my whole page is about dialogue. I don't, if someone said something kind of hateful, I try to just open it up and say, why do you think that? Right. Um, because I want to talk. I want to work through it. Um, people can be very close-minded, um, which is unfortunate, but... Yeah, I do. To answer your question, I do get a lot of hateful comments from men saying that I'm targeting them. Right. Um, I think I saw you expanding your project, right? Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm expanding the page to talk about harassment in school mm -hmm. um, right now um, for the month of September. Um, it was a campaign against harassment in schools because I wanted to show people how young this behavior is starting. It's, right. You know, it's starting in schools and then it's kind of continuing. Um, as people get older, um, and also it's expanding in the sense that it's going on all around the world. So there are other accounts, um, catcalls of accounts um, around the world. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw those. Yeah, I did um, actually. Are you behind that also? No. So those are yeah. individuals in different cities around the world who just liked what I was doing and wanted to do a similar thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> um, any advice? Let's start with advice to men yeah. who may be watching this. I do. I think I have a bigger male population watching, but um, anything that you can give them as advice, because I also have to uh, play devil's advocate and say that some of these guys don't know better, right? Yeah. Most people don't. Right. So right. let's say somebody's watching this that doesn't know better, but at least has a little bit of an open mind. Mm -hmm. What advice out of all this? Because you've collected a lot of data, <laughs> a <Yeah>. lot of data. <laughs> what yeah. What can you um, advise them? Mm -hmm. to either how to stop doing this or how to do it better or what, right. like a yeah. happy medium? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my advice to men, you know, who are looking for a date, who are looking for, you know, a, a girlfriend, um, the street is just not the place for that. I mean, exactly. I have a lot of data. I have, you know, 400 right now, maybe more submissions from women who say this makes them uncomfortable. It gets in the way of just going through life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, why risk making someone uncomfortable and afraid when you could simply sign up for a dating app, go to a bar? I mean, there are so many ways to kind of court someone, mm -hmm. um, flirt with someone that don't need to be on the street. Um, so that's my advice, you know, for men who are kind of looking to flirt, which is fine. I mean, I just, my main point is that the street shouldn't be a place for that. Right. They're just overdoing it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have to say that as a, as a man, uh, my theory is that there's a lot of pressure at, at being yeah. a man in regards to um, being tough, acting tough, not having right. feelings. But then on top of that, um, almost like uh, we have to be dominant over women. Right. And I feel like there's no need for that. And I think that that is the psychology, the subconscious psycho psychological um, view viewpoint that kind of comes out from them like it's almost coming yeah. out of their pores when they're like trying to cat call you in the street right yeah, yeah so i just feel like that's something that just people in general need to be very aware of yeah um, I, i'm really glad you brought that up because feminism just as much as it's about women it's about men it's about removing this pressure because men don't need to be one way um that's the whole thing men don't need to be dominant or strong all the time you know um, so I think that's really important that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, how, um, so now that you gave advice to men, what would you advise mm -hmm. women in regards yeah. to this? Um, so that's a really complicated question. Mm -hmm. Um, because 
I'd like to advise women to speak back all the time and, you know, tell men on the street to stop. But then we see um, stories of women getting physically assaulted because of their response or just harsher verbal um, harassment. Um, so I usually advise women just to ignore the comments, keep walking, um, you know, send them to me. Uh, I'll write them down later. Um, there are other ways to kind of... Um, fight back and it doesn't have to be in the moment so you can just talk to your friends about it kind of vent about it if it made you upset don't just keep it to yourself talk to someone um i just don't advise responding in the moment because it can be unsafe yeah yeah now um you you seem to have a solid foundation and it takes people with a solid foundation to be able to do that um do what you're doing right um what would you advise someone like myself that's that may be watching this that has a daughter what do we what do we as men and also women that may be watching this moms dads how do we help out our daughters so that they don't um not only become victims but also don't um let it psychologically um bring down their self-esteem um what what do you have any tips that maybe we could just be like hey I mean, um, well, something that sticks with me from growing up and when I was first getting catcalled was that I went home, you know, told my dad and he said, you know, you should dress differently. Don't don't wear that because that's why you're getting catcalled. And that was really upsetting to me because I want to wear whatever I want to wear and I shouldn't have to think about this behavior just getting dressed, which of course I still do because it's inevitable. But I think as parents, you should encourage, you know, your daughters to express themselves how they want. Um tell them about the behavior before they start dealing with it on their own. Tell them this is something that, you know, happens um, and people are working to fight against it. Um, You can start to work to fight against it, but right now it's something that's happening. It's something that you should expect Um, just so that they're aware of what's going on so that they're not surprised when it first happens. Um, But really that and just, you know, telling them that it shouldn't get in the way of how they express themselves. um, I think those are two important things. Um, And then of course, you know, teaching our sons to, uh, you know, kind of, that they don't have to be dominant over women, like you were saying, um, that they don't have to be super manly. And, and being manly doesn't mean catcalling and uh, harassing women. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's in the future for your project? Um, I'm hoping to go to D.C. Um, in a few weeks to chalk some political quotes. Um, I want to chalk the quotes of politicians that are, are, you know, really kind of rooted in the same sexism that catcalling is, um, objectification, um, just really disrespecting women, um, to make a political statement. Um, and other than that, I'm going to keep going with the catcalls. I, I get so many submissions every day. I still have so many that I have to do. Um, and I just want to keep having discussions with people and keep making an impact on the city. Um, and also I hope to go into schools. I hope to talk to young people about this behavior so that they know about it, um, at a young age and that hopefully we can start to change it in tangible ways. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, tell us, uh, where we can find you. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to, um, reach you and then <laughs> where we could check out your stuff, please. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Cat Calls of NYC on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, you can reach me by DM. I always check my DM. Sometimes it takes a few days for me to respond, but I'll always respond. Um, and yeah, I look forward to any message I, messages I get. <laughs> right. And then before I let you go, uh, I usually like to ask my guests to please leave us with a positive anecdote. So that way, um, mm-hmm. they can be uplifted and inspired, please. Yeah, sure. 
Um, so of course mine relates to, you know, gender stuff, but yesterday I was on the subway, um, and there was this man who, you know, we were on a crowded subway and there was a man who was kind of getting a little close to me and I, in the past I've dealt with harassment on public transportation and, you know, I kind of look at him and he says, oh, is this okay? Am I too close? Um, and I just really appreciated that he was concerned with how I was feeling at that moment and it made me think that maybe, you know, there are small changes being made in how men are interacting with women and the respect they're giving women. Right. No, and I, and I really appreciate your time, Sophie. Thank you so much. This Thank is great. You so much. Yeah, this is great because I hope to show my daughter this. Um, she subscribes to my channel, so oh, <laughs> hopefully she sees it and she understands because I'm gonna start having the talk with her. She's gonna turn eleven next month, okay, and I good. think yeah. I think it's the the right time because you know her mother and I are getting a little worried. So you know she's very. <laughs> she's very pretty like she yeah. has a big smile and it's just yeah. like oh. well I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're going to talk to her <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely definitely and Sophie thank you so much I really All appreciate right. it to my audience thank you so much for watching please like and share this is very important awareness is big especially if you have sons or daughters start teaching them now please Sophie thank you so much I really appreciate it go check out her page and uh, I guess I'll catch you on the next episode peace I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries are changed, I see men cry But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from chosen religion Jesus peace frozen from sinning Doing dirt, hoping to God, he know my intentions To see a million before I see a casket I got a baby on the way, no he gon' be a bastard I'm living for